0: Sneakers and Stories, a podcast from Pint of Stuff, with Mr. B and
1: Sj. <laughs> there we go. So I, don't know why I
2: find that so funny. I, I don't know what it is. Like
1: every single time, every time that is super funny. So um, yeah, because and I actually to the guy who, who did the voiceover for us. I hope you're. I hope, hope you're getting through the the current situation okay. I'm pretty sure based on your fiber recommendations, you are. Um, but yeah, he was a good guy. So um, we have got this week. We've got uh, we've 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 flown straight back. We haven't flown anywhere. We're just talking to someone over the internet. But literally, um, we're not allowed to fly. no, we're not. I'm not allowed to fly for at l- <laughs> till at least October. But that's that's an entirely other story. So we have got Tony Diamonds, or or how 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 shall we? I, I'm not sure. Like, do do we call you Verse One? Do we call you like? Let, let, let's ask you, what what do we actually call you?
0: Well, uh, not like I'm trying to get runoff traffic to my channel or anything, but uh, Anthony Levine would be the channel. Uh, and then uh, um, Tony Diamonds is sort of like a stage slash rap name. And then Verse One has its other origins. Uh, for all intents and purposes, you guys could just call me Tony on here. But uh, cool. if you're looking for me on YouTube, it's Anthony Levine is the channel.
1: It is. And uh, people, uh, if you're into your dunks, into your blazers, into your sneakers, anything like that, and you're like us, before you even joined or started recording, you would have come across Anthony's stuff, and you've definitely seen his pictures. Definitely. Definitely. Would you say, SJ? Yeah, definitely. So... Um, I think
2: your channel was one of the first that we really...
1: Saw. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it just... it thank, thank you. Well, it was different, like, because, like, there was
2: there was no one else really doing dunks at that time there,
1: there was no one doing dunks in the same way and then lots of people um i don't know i don't know whether they're over the top or like do, do, you, know, do you know what i mean like there, there's a this is gonna sound peculiar right so 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 bear with me there's an honesty to your reviews which i like i kind of i feel like i can trust them um so that that's Joke's on you. <laughs> I don't <even> like shoes. <laughs> that's all those affiliate links. That's that's all it is. <laughs> um so yeah, so you've obviously Got another one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you've obviously been um you've been around YouTube, uh, around sneakers for a long time. And um but I'm kind of curious how long and so um I'm gonna throw to s j now because this is, she usually runs with the op- the opening question well
2: we ask this question to everybody so where where for you did the whole sneaker thing start um for me
0: uh it's kind of like a roundabout story, but essentially um I used to be like very overweight like almost three hundred pounds actually, and then uh uh over the course of losing wait obviously you need to buy new clothes now back in the day in the big the big tony days i didn't really care about clothes i was the type of dude to wear like the same dirty wu-tang shirt for like three days in a row and then had like a beat pair of adidas or maybe some like team jordans or something like that i could get on discount at Foot Locker. but uh what happened was uh long story short or uh Basically, after losing all the weight, I had to buy new clothes one day. I found myself in this position where everything was just, like, way too baggy. So, I go to the store or the mall, and um, I think the first pair of sneakers where I liked sneakers came from, I bought... It it came to this option where there was, like, two pairs of sneakers. These aren't collectibles. It was, like, some DCs, and, like, there was the standard gray and white pair that I was probably going to get. But then there was this, like, funky spicy colored one that had like red and teal on it and all this different stuff. And I was like, Ooh, let's, let's get fancy. So I got those and uh, immediately wore it out and then got complimented on my fit, like all night. So I was like, Oh, there's something to this. So yeah. another piece of the backstory, I used to collect comics and and cards and stuff like mm-hmm. that when I was a kid. So like basketball cards, football cards, comics, I have like six or seven of those big long rectangular comic store boxes bagged and boarded comics chilling in the garage still. But anyway, so I was no stranger to like collectible things. And so I started looking up cool sneakers and like outfits and stuff online. And there wasn't a lot of resources is probably in 2007, 2008. So there was like forums is basically where you could get info. And I found this forum called NSB.org. But at the time, I think that's what it was called. And went to stash boxes later, uh but it was nikesb.org basically and um there were skate shops in town i I live in santa cruz and Mm -hmm. there's a skate there was more than that sold sbs not as many now but really uh i go in there just to see what they have and um they had the new castles was like the new release at the time so this would have been like 2008 Mm -hmm. and uh so i kind of bought it and i went home all excited because I had read about these like Heineken dunks that had came out that everyone thought was cool, but I didn't really know what I was looking for or really anything that much about it, except for that it was collectible. Then I take my newcastles all happy that I got like a beer-related shoe and like my collecting thing started. And of course, the newcastles relatively at the time, now they're popping, of course, yeah. like all SVs. But at the time it was like kind of a flop, and like I was able to get a couple pairs under retail. And there's a store, all right, this is gonna make. Okay, so there's this store in Oakland called Five Ten Skateboards. Yes. And yeah, yeah, Right yeah. when S right when SBs hit their popularity, they opened a satellite branch around the corner from my dad's house, so really? I could go visit them. Stop off, and they only had runoff quick strikes that they couldn't sell in there. So I walked in there, and for under retail, I copped Piet Mondrian's. I copped. Uh, I said that totally wrong. Uh, I copped. Um, yeah. Uh, lobsters, I think. Really? Uh, I caught, Und- uh, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Gibson's. under retail.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> just had them, and it was like they're and like nobody wanted these sh- these these joints. And then, uh, and of course, I mean, like you know, I don't have them all still today. Yeah, yeah. Of, You know, sneaker collecting, buy, sell, trade, etc. Yeah. But uh, but at the time, it was like. I think right in the gold box era and into the blue box is when the like mass popularity of mm-hmm. dunks was starting to taper off kind of. And so I kind of come came in right around that time. Um, I was still able to buy old grails that cost hundreds of dollars in the day. You could buy them on the forums on like NikeSB.org and a uh, soul collector yep. and all this stuff. You could get those for like, uh, 80, 90 Bucks, hundred bucks, slightly worn, you know, a lot of old heat for like real cheap if you didn't mind it being worn once mm-hmm. or twice. Uh, especially when dunks became uncool and dudes were wearing bands everywhere. I remember there's this phase where I literally remember reading this post where the guy's like, All you suckers still buying SBs and I'm an adult because SBs are so juvenile, I've sold them <laughs> off and I'm now rocking vans like, you know. Uh, black and white like Vans yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's so adult. But then, like, now it's like, haha! I bet you wish you kept those <laughs> SBS though, because you ain't never getting them back for that cheap.
2: Never. Oh,
1: that's crazy. That is so crazy. Kind
0: of ramble, sorry. Kind of no, 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 no. Started because I was overweight and lost weight, needed new shoes, basically. End of, end of the day.
1: <laughs> that's that's crazy. That, that's crazy that, that that you were getting them under retail. That's I.
0: You, there was a store by actually by my house here in Santa Cruz Yeah, it's actually in downtown. It's called Pacific wave. It still exists and they still do carry SB a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's kind of like you go in and they might have like some Janoskis in there. or yeah. something, Right. Uh, never usually really like big name dunks anymore. But in the day, they couldn't get they can give the dunks away. Wow. And like, I literally, they had sales where they would knock dunks down to $35 and then you could buy them two for 50. So I remember buying TV mids, two for 50. Uh, I bought the tie dye mids, two for 50. I, all my homies, I was like a shoe broker for like about six months. Wow! Then a dude started working there that was like trying to be like an eBay flipper. And so, uh, he kind of put the whole, he was just buy out their stock before once it, Once the boss had told him it was going to hit the um, sales rack, he would go in there. It was like every Wednesday. And so he would go in there Wednesday morning, swipe them all, throw them on eBay and and try to profit. And then once the boss figured out, I guess they're, because I mean, like I would talk to the people in there. So I knew what was going on. Once the boss figured it out, they quit doing that sale with the SBs. And then, and then, SV's got unpopular and then stores kind of quit having them and some stores that heavily maybe more than they want to admit relied on that like collector business coming through their skate yeah. shop um you know once they lost that like i can think of a couple that like the skate shops like they still exist they're still open but yeah. they don't have nikes and they're not popping you know anymore so like i can i was
1: i was there to see all of that which is kind of crazy that is nuts. That, that's um. That, that's that's.
2: Well, it's not that nuts because even if you think back to like ten years ago here, some of the some of your dunks, I think you you certainly got on sale or on offer.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure, and and in yeah, well, yeah. outlet or um, they were always at the back of the shop, sort of tucked away in in like a battered blue box and it would just be like and i'd be like oh have you got anything And straight there but because
2: i'm convinced you even got your passports on offer
1: i did i did get them on offer i I very much recall that um yes anyway that, that was when i was slightly poorer um than i am well i'm not yeah. yeah you know what I mean I won't go down that road well, yeah, I love a good
0: sale let me tell you that yeah, <laughs> I'm no stranger to bargain shop the bulk of my collection for sure
1: so you know that's obviously you getting into it I, I, for, for me I'm kind of curious what made you then jump to do the YouTube thing for sneakers because you've obviously been doing that a long time as well and I'm kind of curious as to how, how that came about with obviously the, you know, you obviously go into the, into sneakers and the, but the, the YouTube thing seemed to, I don't know, is it like, was it a natural leap for you? Is it, was it just an extension of the website? Like I'm trying to, I'm, I'm curious.
0: Well, I mean, I think like everybody that's on the internet for any length of time and then you start seeing people like, Sort of being public figures and and making money really, uh, and so I was like, ooh, you know, I thought about starting a affiliate based website, and I start if you look like the first couple articles was like random crap on Amazon, like like when I bought a Roku and stuff and did a review and then had my Amazon link on there, and and then also I had I was trying to do like music reviews, so yeah. I had because I was like rapping too, so I was like we do rap reviews, so I had um, you know, r- random CDs with the affiliate link of new stuff that was dropping. Cause, and that's how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I was like, oh, my new CDs out. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then, um, eventually though, see, I already had the sneaker collection, but I wasn't really like, I like to take, what do you wear today? Picks, but yep. I basically have like an iPhone and stuff. And so my picks weren't that, that good. Cause phones at the time weren't that good. I'm yep. actually, I think I might've actually had an Android at the time. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and it was, uh, uh, something crappy. It was whatever yep. crappy phones we all had 10 years ago. And so like basically all my pictures were not good and it took a while. And then I bought a DSLR. So it's like, when I started conceptualizing, should I do a, a YouTube channel? It was kind of like just having the blog for me of sneakers and trying to review them was kind of dry. Yep. And I was like, and then I had, like, renter's insurance, and I was like, what if I had, like, a fire or an earthquake, and I need to prove that I own all these shoes? And then I'm like, am I going to kill two birds with one stone by having a YouTube channel that physically shows me yeah. wearing the shoes on multiple videos so that when I turn around and do, like, an insurance claim, yeah, I can yeah. be like, hey, I mean, you're trying to say I don't have the receipts because mm. they all burnt up in the fire, but... Out. and I mean, obviously, that's an extremely yeah, yeah. specific scenario. Very, I very... But I, when I tell you it plays in, it's like I better start recording what's happening. And and so, you know, in, in the beginning of YouTube, you don't really make any money anyway, and mm-hmm. so, uh, and you really don't for like a while. And I basically still don't when you really think how many hours go in, but yep. it did kind of function as like an archive to me a living archive of sneakers I've had because I don't have all those sneakers anymore,
2: mm-hmm.
0: necessarily. Uh, stuff i bought and you could see me being like really excited for certain sneakers in a certain phase of my life so then it kind of like there's like video nostalgia up and then you see also the the progression but i started that probably in like 2015 Mm -hmm. so like about five years ago um before that i was just like on forums on social media just posting my what do you wear today pictures but only recently, uh, I think kind of between Instagram and YouTube and now a little bit Twitter, uh, has started to sort of have like a synergy of all my social medias where like it's all started to kind of build and feed into each other, which okay. it wasn't really, it was all disparate at first. Yeah, disparate. Yeah. And then, uh, and then when I started to do the YouTube channel more and I started getting feedback because you know how it is when you're trying to like do something, as a side hustle or just with your life or make a name for yourself or just be in your hobby and and do the best you can you try all types of stuff different formats mm-hmm. i you guys do youtube so oh, yeah. you know you try this try that get this equipment do that put the light over here whatever you're just trying different stuff and then uh as it comes on people start to like actually care and be a yes. fan and, and and want it from you now and after being a musician that I always felt I was kind of underappreciated as and and having my what do you wear today pictures, which had to work to get better and being in work, which is like work, like they appreciate you, but it's your job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like this was this kind of place like really the only aspect of life was the YouTube channel where people started to actually just independently of me telling them, asking them what they think, actually started to give me feedback and be like, we like this. Yeah. Do more of this you're underrated, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. I'm just saying like the reason my focus has gotten a lot more focus on it is because it's one of the areas of my life that I tried that like people actually seem to care about yep. um, beyond me, like just like begging them to like look at my content, which as a musician, like that was, that's like life. Like yeah, yeah. constantly begging people to go to your Spotify and go to your SoundCloud and all this. And, and this is the one where I didn't have to like beg anybody. Like yep. people would find it. And they'd be like, oh, you know, it, there's people that tell me all the time they bought a sneaker because they saw it on the review, which is, it's not the goal of my reviews. But yes. it's like, it's more like, like I said, it's an archive. Yeah. But it's like, at the same time, like, hey, you know, if, if you see the images and those are what you needed to make your purchase decision, then I guess if I'm able to help you, then that is like, that's good. Totally a bonus, you know, And and I get that more from the YouTube mm-hmm. than like any other thing that I do with sneakers pretty much. Even the website, because websites aren't that, it's not a social media, so it's no. not really uh, no. that. And pretty much, if you leave the comments open on your blog, what I found is going to happen is it's mostly going to be, like, people coming in that don't even, they're, like, trying to spam it. Yep. So you'll just get links and, like, porno yep. in the comments. Yep. So it's like, okay, I turn off comments exactly. on the blog, so the blog is just, is what it is. Uh, yep. You know, you Google a shoe, if it's on there, you'll look, but it's, yep. like... Um, it's not the same sort of like
1: interaction no. type of thing. No, no, I I understand that. No, we we have the website, but it's really it's there just to serve f- it's a website. Like it, you still mm-hmm. you you still need a website. Like I, right, I know this Home is, base, tw- I guess, yeah. It's kind of like it, it's twenty twenty. You still kind of need it, um, and I and I still put my hand so in. You it, get an app,
0: you it was, kind of stuff. App.
1: Well, you never know. <laughs> hey, see, now you what got me. Now you got me thinking. I haven't done
0: apps are just like a condensed website. At least, I mean, that's like 90% of like janky apps that you're going to find is some guy's website that they just smash it into. Exactly.
1: Exactly. They, they they just made a mobile version of it. But anyway, anyway, so, so a lot of shoes have clearly gone through your hands or, or still remain in your hands, but I'm because of that. I'm kind of like this is a weird one to ask you because I suspect so many have come through your hand. Is there one that, that you could say is the most cherished is or, or was or like and, and you you don't have to have it now. You you could have sold it or maybe you maybe you regret that as well. Like is, is is there one that just sticks in your mind? And I know that's really hard because you obviously you know you have a lot that that, that flows through. But uh,
0: yeah, I always go back to my uh, to my tip my story of getting Tiffany's uh, you guys have tiffs? Uh not the old ones. No, we, we've only diamond, got diamonds. The original diamond low. It, I bought those when I was still on a user on NSB.org, uh, more steadily. And I got, I've, I got into a dude with the forums. Uh, uh you know, we started going back and forth and it was going to be a meetup because mm-hmm. dudes used to do meetups back in the day before COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> basically, uh, I go to go meet this guy and, uh, And the story of getting the tips is what really makes it stick because at the end of the day, the tips is just another popular SB that's expensive now. But Mm -hmm. like in the day, that was like one of the SBs to get like five, ten years ago, you know, or whenever two thousand eight, whenever I started, like the um, like like twelve years ago, like the the. The TIFF was like a grail then, and I remember they were going for like three to five hundred bucks depending on size and condition at the time. And to me, that was like insane because I'd never spent more than like a hundred something dollars on like a sneaker, even a, a pre owned heat pair back mm-hmm. in the day, I would get for under 200 easily. I mean, I remember buying JPAC lows multiple times for under a hundred dollars used, so um, the 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 tiffs being like 350, which yeah. is what the guy was asking for, was like insane to me at the time. But so that's why it wasn't meetup. So okay. So the story of this is basically um uh me and my buddy go because it's a meetup and I'm like I don't want something shady to happen and he wants to meet us at this like random seven eleven. So We go to the 7-Eleven, and I'm texting back and forth with the guy, and he's like, oh, I got to get a car for my mom. I'll be there. And he keeps slagging, lagging. So we wind up standing around in front of it, like loitering, basically, for about two to three hours after (laughs) the approved meet time. I was supposed to go visit my dad after that because the 7-Eleven was, like, kind of closer to his house than mine. And I kept having to, like, hit my dad up and be like, oh, I'm going to be late. I'm still waiting over here. So long story short, finally the guy shows up and uh and it's like it was all shady and like clandestine like i literally i come over and i got my buddy standing behind me and i like got the money just like in my fist like in my pocket and i'm like open the trunk and he like opens the trunk up and he's got the he's got the the tips in there and i had been like intently studying all throughout NSB.org, like legit check threads so that i could visually inspect it when i see the dunks and so Cause you had to do that type of thing right? yeah. before like stock X and all that. So, uh, so he opens it up and like, I'm holding it. And like my buddy's back there, he's all nervous. And then like, they're, his friends are standing behind him and they're all nervous. And I'm like, <laughs> and I pull the money out and it's like this whole like same time. Like yeah. it's all, it was this ordeal. Then I go over to my dad's house after. And it's like me and my friend and my dad and we're sitting there chilling. And then so my dad goes like, so where were you? And I'm like, well, I had to go buy these dunks here and I pull them out and he's like, how much you pay for those? And I tell him how much. And at first I was like kind of nervous because you know how parents are, they're gonna yeah. and so yeah, like always. uh so they're not gonna get it. But and so he's he I tell him, uh, because I'm not gonna lie, uh, and then he starts he starts to go off like I don't get it, you kids, you guys never can hold on to two dollars, blah blah. Then he then he, he starts talking aloud and he goes. Well, I guess when I was a kid, though, like, we would, like, spend all types of money on stuff. And he grew up, like, in New York in, like, the 50s. yeah. And he's telling me, like, how, like, him and his friends had, like, meat coat and, like, new gaiters and, like, all this different, like, old school pimping stuff that they used to wear back in the day when they were kids. And I was like, okay, so you're trying to hate on me for a $300 pair (laughs) of dunks? And then uh, he's like, no, no. So by the end... So that was also momentous cuz that was the first time my parents actually got it or at least my dad did. Yeah. My mom wouldn't have hated. Uh but uh my dad he's the he's the tough one to please and he was like he was into it. After that there was uh his next either birthday or christmas after that I bought him a pair of dunks that I got in that like 2 for 50 thing I was telling you yeah, about yeah. earlier and he was like so excited and then now if you go to his house he has like racks no, sneakers that he's bought on his own, uh, starting off with some of the SBs that I got him at the bottom. This... And what happened was, uh, they opened like the next year, coincidentally, they opened like a Nike outlet near his house. Yeah. And so, a lot of the kicks he has are kind of like outlet Nike kicks because he doesn't really always know,
1: yeah,
0: like what's the collectible joints to get, but like still, though. Like it sparked this whole thing in him. And then he got a girlfriend that worked at Under Armour. So that's a whole side story. But like <laughs> uh, Yeah, like we were all started in the family, just started getting random Under Armours all the time for like Christmas. But like uh yeah, so basically uh it's it sparked this whole thing. So when so the the tiff dunk that I have, specifically that one, which by the way, my foot shrank since then because I lost more weight. So yeah. it's even fits kind of big, but uh-huh. Obviously I'm never being able to recop that for cheap so I'm just hanging on to that pair but that's got so much story like yeah. in my life attached around that shoe that's... that even though I probably have like tighter shoes and mm-hmm. stacks to be honest that I would w- actually wear more those tiffs are like there's just like so much involved with oh. that sneaker that they've like they've got this like unnatural level of importance that's... you know in in the collection just because of that.
1: I that that is the best story we have had yet. <laughs> the thi- there's a lot
0: of factors. There's in that one.
1: so many levels to that, and I we've said to everybody, it doesn't. It's not so much the shoe; it's the story, and this oh, story has everything to it. Yeah. And my favorite part of it.
2: Your dad
1: let- you turned your dad into a sneakerhead. I can't believe a it. A lot of my
0: family, too. It was like the cool thing to do in our whole family for like three, four years. Everyone was buying outlet sneakers for each other for like all <laughs> oh, the different birthdays and amazing. Christmas and stuff. so good. So it got played out. Now we don't do it anymore because everybody's like, oh, shoes again. But yeah. like in a day, it was like a big deal.
1: No, that's so cool. That, that That's like, that's completely the best story so far. Whoever comes on next, I don't know how they're going to top that uh but yeah so so i think um um you know i think uh sj's like so we, we've we that's that's the most cherished but
2: now as as we said like loads of sneakers are sort of passed through your hands but is there one that you've never been able to get your hands on that's still like on your wish list so the one that got away you know i
0: feel like uh that's a good question i feel like i've don't really have like grails anymore mm-hmm. like that because I pretty much own and now yeah. I'm pretty much just like um you know I just kind of buy shoes as they come out or yeah. pass on them. But I you know there are I mean obviously some SBs I would love to have, but I'm not necessarily like looking for them actively mm-hmm. or willing to pay the prices that they demand. Such as uh there was a time for example when see I only have I don't think I only have Medicom ones now, but at a time I yeah. had Medicom one, three, four, and five. Wow. And I was like, needed two. Yep. And I never got two. And two was like the denims. And those were like so freaking expensive. That's mm-hmm. like more expensive than Medicom ones. And so it was like, there's like no way that I was ever getting a pair. And I never did. And then eventually I just kind of like sold some of the Medicoms yep. out of I forgot why. Moment of desperation. Who knows? But uh, I got rid of some of those, but I kept the ones. But anyway. Uh, so, Medicom 2s is up there. Um, Lucky Dunks are up there just because, like, a clean pair is, like, stupid money. And pretty much most of the pairs that, like, you or I would be able to access, i.e. a pair someone else has held already, uh, are stupid money and stupid beat. Like, those sneakers don't hold up. Gold paint on sneakers. It's like buying some old Takashis. Like, yeah, that's a cool shoe, but is the shoe's going to be green. You know what I mean? So
1: there's like there's a number of whoa, your screen just got like trippy. Yeah, what are, are you doing? Sort of trippy. Yeah, sorry about that, people. <laughs> you I was you. I was just doing a thing and then suddenly it just I'm went that went really, really trippy. So so people, you can't see what just happened, but the screen here just did a thing. And like I think like, yeah, I I'm and we don't even get the smoke over here. <laughs>
0: Many twos, luckies, uh, black supreme. Just because I have white supreme lows, um, I had the red supremes, but they were uncomfy and not Mm -hmm. good quality. Uh, Those things actually was like making my pinky toe bleed and stuff. Really? Cool, cool off the red supremes, uh, and. Maybe, uh, also completing sets, I guess for the nerd in me would be like, okay, I have blue Supreme highs, but like a red and orange pair would yep. be great just to have all three. But at the end of the day, like I got the pair that I like the most of the three when I chose the blue ones. So that's kind of how I approach that. So would they be there? It's all nice to have at this point, mm-hmm. but not like must haves, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It must be like, I suppose then, you know, then to follow that question really. Um, the what? What's the ha, where does the passion come from? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, there, there's so much, um, and there's at the moment clearly, dunks are doing the thing in one way or another, just because w- w- whatever. We won't go go into why that is, um, but I'm kind of curious. Like, you still have, like, the passion is still there. You still talk about it within like in like enthusiasm there's still like you can still see the fire like it's just like ah yeah I'm really I'm really into that um or Mm. you can equally talk just as um enthusiastically and passionately about stuff that you haven't got anymore and I'm kind of like why do you think that you like what is it for sneakers like cuz obviously the the collecting thing is there but you could have gone back to collecting comics that that they had a revival uh I did a little bit yeah, yeah. you know like they you know th- there are so many things now you could have been a video games person you know that sort of a world that that, that, that we to play a lot of games that that, that that we hang around so i'm kind of like is there a thing is like what is it in shoes that really kind of like I don't know grabs you I
2: hooks you in
1: yeah
0: um well uh you know there's certain things it's almost like like rapping too now like I don't really listen to new songs that much Mm -hmm. or like new music that much but or even really old stuff that much but there's still like I just get I don't know what it is it's just such a baked into my life at this point that I just will get this urge and like you know, I approach it a little differently than I did uh, when I first started, where when I first started, I would mostly be on, like, forums trying to, like, come up on, like, grails mm-hmm. and, and that type of approach. And, um, and then I would buy, like, a lot of new pairs just because I lived near stores that had them. Uh, and that was, like, my focus was, like, purely dunks. But as I started to, like, spread out, I think the variety of not just focusing on one thing is what's kind of kept it interesting because mm-hmm. what happens is then you can come back and be surprised again and, and enjoy it again so like i think of and we've all seen those guys that are like a strictly sb dunk only or yeah. i only buy jordan ones type of guy or yeah. a gal or like i only wear like air max 90s or whatever it is and those are cool be, for a reason of that like when you see their shoe room or you see the collection and you're like dang like everything's all uniform yeah, yeah, yeah. all the same thing in the box stacks but like I remember in the day, like, I, you know, those like outdoor sheds you could buy at like a Home Depot or whatever equivalent yep. they have, like, uh, where you guys are, where it's like about four or 500 bucks. They're made out of plastic, they're these big sheds, they kind of snap together. Yep. yep. I had one of those because I used to have housemates and they couldn't tolerate sneakers on the inside. And I had just box <laughs> packs in the shed outside, uh, which is probably like not a very good way to keep it, like outdoors. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, I, you know, I caulked the seams and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but basically it's like, even then it was just like this, like in there now it's more organized, but then it was just this disheveled like pile of, with no racks. So it's just boxes on boxes. Yep. And once you get like 10, 15 boxes high, they're destroyed. The ones on the bottom are like, yeah. But, but like, basically it's just that randomness of like kept it. So when I went in the shoe shed, uh, basically <laughs> I was able to like, uh, just be like surprised like yeah. I'm just gonna pull a box from here and then like okay looks like I'm wearing the infrared nineties today type of thing but like and to this day it's just like having like my little couple sockinies and my couple ASICs over here and then yeah. my couple pairs of Adidas and then I got you know 50 pairs of dunks and 20 pairs of Jordans and then maybe like 50 different varieties of Air Max and different colorways and that all that type of stuff makes it so that for me personally So this is not against anyone that just focuses because maybe it's smarter monetarily to just focus. But like, for me, like I, it would be way too boring for me. So I think the passion is just like allowing myself to like go in these waves and just wander like you know, like right now, randomly, I just bought like four different colorways of air Jordan one low. That's a sneak preview. There's going to be a bunch of air (laughs) Jordan one low reviews just because I like bought a pair and I was like, Hey, these don't suck anymore like they used to. And then I was like, hey, you know, let me get like some more colorways. And it's like, hey, this is tight. Cause like I hadn't, besides the SV cost in ones, you know, yep. combo collabs and the Lance Mountains and all that, I hadn't really bought Jordan 1 lows that weren't SBs. And I'm like, you know, but I used to have a bunch. And so it's just that type of thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm coming back around and and getting excited again. Um and it uh something about i don't know if you guys do this but there's something about just having my phone out and like this is like a lot of nights of my life is like the tv will be on but i'll have my phone out to like the sales section of some sneaker site and i'll be like scrolling scrolling open a new tab for like to look at in a few minutes and then keep scrolling scroll scroll new tab scroll 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 scroll, new tab till i have like 20 shoes and then i bookmark like three of them and then the next morning i wake up and i like look at them and i'm like okay don't need that We'll definitely leave that in the bookmark. Yeah. And then it's like that's kind of my process. So I'll I'll just cop and stuff for sales. One of the things, okay. So one thing that's exciting for me is uh is the the getting a deal part. So like yep. when I catch something on clearance that and you have probably been collecting long enough between the two of you, but you know you get better at picking those sleeper hits the longer you do it so your eye gets better to pick mm-hmm. stuff that's like people are going to sleep on it's going to go cheap but like you want to like have that in your collection because yep. eventually you'll never be able to get a pair of that and full and then you'll wear it on Instagram and all of a sudden it's going to blow up yep and it's one of those things like I'm not getting it for the blow up but for that satisfaction of like you know someone sees me rocking the 2002 Celtics the other day and they're like oh yeah those 2010s are dope and I'm like look again bro look at the <laughs> and then people are like Oh, snap, Where you get them? And I'm like, well, for you, you'd need a time machine. But like for me, you know, like I cop these back in the day when people were saying dunks were uncool, yep. and do not cop them because it's all about, you know bands and Jordan ones right now. And it's like, all right, well, you know, and like that type of thing to me, like that like excitement of like getting some for the low that mm-hmm. eventually becomes like the sought after thing, you know, like the biggest example of that in history would probably or well, at least in dunk history for me, would be the Ross Pro-B, which is a legendary Pro-B colorway that goes for bank. And the reason they call them the Ross is because that colorway was found in Ross Dress for Less back no. in the day, which is like the equivalent no. of like a Marshalls or a TJ Maxx yeah. or whatever you guys got. It's the same type of thing. So like they call them the Rosses, and it's this black and white uh, pair of Pro-Bs and now it's like impossible to find that sneaker. I don't have a pair. Really? Like it's like that's a good example of like sneakers that like went or like okay, modern example, the twenty-four ninety nine cost and low, right? The cost in Jordan one low, the the light blue and white pair. When mm-hmm. you flip up the tongue, yeah. it's got the twenty-four ninety nine in there. That's symbolizing that Jordan one lows used to go to the outlet or on the sales rack for twenty-four ninety nine. And so that whole story behind Amazing. that sneaker is like representative of like the, the sort of the come up. And I think even today it's more important to do that because the overwhelming attitude of sneakerheads that are new these days is to just buy the most expensive hypest mm-hmm. sneaker yep. just to be seen with mm-hmm. it. And to me, like being seen with it is like not really, well, I mean, they're not collectors, right? It's more like, it's more like a modern fashion type. It's a fashion it thing. It's like, a, a, thing. I like sneakers genuinely and yep. I want to have, Ollie's like, I want to have this archive in my house type of thing, which, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like more like where I'm at, but yep. I mean, you know, I, we started earlier, so obviously our approach can't really be the same as someone that just started in the last year.
1: I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think, I think, you know, there's a lot out there that's not hyped. Um, there's a lot of great shoes that don't have a great deal of hype around them. Um, you don't have to spend a lot of money on the look. Really good, yeah. um, look really cool, and I think last year you go on. Oh, I'm sorry, no, no, shoot. I was, shoot.
0: Gonna, I was gonna say, last year they were the right now, it's the Air Max 90s, pretty big, they yeah. dropped like 10 10 colorways recently, but. Last year was uh, around Air Max day. was the Air Max ones were popping yep. and I kind of like sold a lot of the Air Max ones I had, but I kept maybe half that I bought, you know, like I, when I like a shoe, I'll buy like every colorway. And so I bought like probably 10 colorways of Air Max one and sold maybe five mm-hmm. eventually when I needed money and stuff. But yeah. like, um, my point being though, a lot of those ones I sold and even some of the ones that I bought were going for under retail on resale sites like goat and stuff. Yep. And then, now it's like, you'll be hard pressed to buy them for even close to retail. And it's only a year later. And it's not even like they were popular or unpopular. They mm-hmm. were like kind of popular, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. eh, people wear some air max ones for sure. But it's like, no one's like, oh my God, I got to get these like, you know, Volt Mica air max one, but go look it up now. And it's like, you ain't getting it for retail. And that's the type of thing I'm talking yep. about. Like retail, I haven't paid resale on a sneaker in months since before 2020 so when i said i was starving out the resellers i've tried to stick to that and i have i haven't tried i've done it so far so snap
1: snap we've we've avoided it this year um as much as possible so far but Uh,
2: i've never done it you you've done it on my for me without telling me but i I just don't like
1: it it, but
0: since i said i wasn't gonna
1: i have yeah i'm i'm like
2: the thing is, if you really, really want, something, it is so hard to avoid it now. And Especially if you got the money, it's hard. <laughs> it just put that. Just pull it.
0: Yeah. Okay, I got the cash. Just pull it. Uh,
1: but then I still kind of like I still have that little like little twinge at the back of my mind. It's just like, nah, did I oh, did I man. really just do that? <laughs> really? I didn't want to do that, but I, I can't.
0: I'm not going to front. I got plenty of pairs that yeah. back in the day that I bought on like StockX or Goat or something like. I haven't used either of those sites, and like probably I've bought some stuff off Goat maybe last fall, and okay. I bought stuff off StockX maybe last spring, but I haven't used either of those sites really. StockX I actually had them cancel my account because of all. Now they got two factor, but before yeah. there was like so many repeated data breaches that I was like you know, like, I don't want people to just, like, buy, like, five rollies on my, like, PayPal account real quick. And I'm the one that has to dig my way out of it. Exactly. You know, so it's like, uh, and when they're ripping off, like, big-name shoe tubers and stuff, you know, where it's, like, dudes like Tony D, too wild, they're, like, getting their their account jacked. Yep. Then it's like, okay, maybe I just need to, like, delete it because people are asking these guys for two-factor for months and I ain't doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I got nervous there. And then when it came to the GOAT, I was going through goat and buying like old Jordans and cleaning them up and stuff and thinking I was slick, but like, you know, like I started getting shoes where it's like a smell bad. It looked clean in the Mm pics, smelled like an ashtray when you get it, or like, um, just other stuff, paint chips that iPhone photo is not going to pick up when they're doing the photos and that type of stuff. And like, it ain't exactly like as cheap used pairs. It's kind of expensive for used. Exactly. Um, So, I Kind of chilled with that, and then and then and then I, I made a video, kind of you know, like I'm not going to pay resale, yeah. blah blah. So it's like now it's like, well, shit, like you know, now I definitely uh, <laughs> I'm definitely not doing it now <laughs> and I
1: didn't get this big
0: ass deal about it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the, th- the thing is, you're human, so if you want to change your mind, you're allowed to, you're allowed, you're
0: allowed, well, exactly. You the thing about sneakers is people that whole keep that same energy. You know what I mean? It's like, bro. Like, people act like they don't change their mind twenty times a day on a million different things. Exactly. When you're about to go eat something, think about how many times you changed your mind from on your way to the kitchen of how what you're gonna do. So it's like, or what you're gonna drink? Which beer are you gonna have? You know, you change your mind all the time. Yep. Or you can say, oh, I hate such and such, and then you have it in a different scenario, different exactly. light, and it changes your head all around, and now you're like. A proponent. So you yeah. never say
1: never. You Completely wanna be smart
2: about things. Completely. it's going to be like nearly a year since we've perched or you I know
1: exactly what it was. It was my blazers. It was a power para- it? it was a power of blazers. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, well those would have been a tough grab if you weren't yeah in one of skate shop.
1: Exactly. And we weren't really at the time. Um and uh flying backwards and forwards between here and California just makes it tricky to to always be, you know, I can't really cop at sort of 30, 35,000 feet. I've tried a couple of times, but the Wi-Fi on, on the plane is just so bad. But anyway, that's not about me doing that. So for, for someone who, um, I was going to say, like, so you, you obviously pay attention to what's coming out. You're clearly into the deals and stuff. But this year is, if this was a normal year, this was going to be like the year of dunk in one way or another. It seemed, And it still seems to be, into a certain extent, from what you've seen that's coming, is there anything that's caught your eye and gone, yeah, actually, I'm going to really try and get that? Or are you like, nah?
0: Well, I mean, my brain won't allow me to just like focus on Nike SB. And also, I'm, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm naturally kind of a contrarian. So once everybody starts being on it and being like, once I get like 20 DMs in a day, like, did you get the muslins? Did you get the, the Hennessy done? Did you buy the blue uh, Furies? Like, everyone wants to know what I bought, yeah, yeah. which I guess comes with the territory. But I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I've been, I try to buy my SVs from the local skate shop. Yeah. Yep. it's the, the local skate shop it's the
1: right is, is the right thing to do.
0: It's the only it's the only store locally that carries collect- any sort of collectible sneakers where I live. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I have a local store that really sells like limited Jordans yep. or any of that type of thing. So, I mean, there's that's a Foot Locker in the mall, but it's, it's kind of trash. Yeah, uh, it's, well, it's like a satellite Foot Locker for yeah. sure. They got the B tier and below uh, type releases in there. Cool if you want to go get some Roshis or whatever. Yeah, But, but, like, uh, but you know. Nothing in you or I would really be feeling. Uh anyway, so um uh so just the skate shop and there I got you kind of cool with them now. So it's like I try to go in, play by their rules and support them where I can. Yep. Because for every other sneaker I buy, there's no one like that that I have the opportunity to support really
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh that's local like that. So uh because this of the whole like pandemic, the skate shops been closed. Um they open occasionally. Uh, but, uh, uh, mostly just like if you call them and want to go in and buy like a hoodie or something, they'll go meet you over there yeah. and, and like sell it to you. But like, uh, otherwise like they're, they've been kind of chill. So until they open back up, I haven't really been buying SBs, but that doesn't mean that the request for me to buy SBs. And I don't know if you guys get this as like sneaker personalities, but like you get people that like forget that it costs you money to buy these things and they'll just like ask you to buy the randomest like stuff just so they can see you do a review on it do you guys get that at all because i get that we're not at the same level as you dude
1: so we don't get that it's
0: literally like can you buy this like galoshes because i need to see it on foot it's like bro like i've only got so much money (laughs) yeah yeah. no i'm not trying to buy the sneakers you want to see i'm buying the sneakers i want that's also why I can be so enthusiastic on camera is because I'm buying the shoes that I'm excited about. Yeah, exactly.
2: Otherwise that that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, completely. I I feel like if I kept getting SBs and I wasn't, and I was like kind of getting over it or kind of annoyed by everybody just being all over them, slobbing on them, then I'm like, okay, well, you know, then it would just be me holding another dunk up, looking mad, disinterested in the camera. And it's like, well, you know, like, did I even want to buy this or did I just want to review? Like, perfect example uh those ones that are coming out now that have like the tan with the purple patent swoosh and like white mm-hmm. uh they're kind of lakers looking dunks yeah out yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah the
1: laser right. orange i think is it laser or- did i, I just make that up i know which ones yeah, you named right.
0: not a bad dunk but not something that i'm like falling over myself to mm-hmm. buy uh if i don't get them i'm not gonna cry about it but yeah. like my dms are like are you gonna buy these they're like sending me shots like i haven't seen it already like bro did you see these i'm like they announced them like a month ago like yes i've seen the dunks already and like i'm just not really (laughs) buying dunks until the store opens up by Uh, me because that's my only chance of supporting, yeah exactly your game that i care about but like uh and frankly you know it's like i buy in waves so Mm -hmm. like for a while i was buying dunk after dunk and then it got to the point where i was like kind of saturating myself my dunk area, it's got room for maybe like one more box before I have to either sell or rearrange things. And then so it's like, my Air Max area though is super thin. So I was like, all right, let me, let me see what's popping. And like everyone's focusing, everyone's zigging over here by the, by you, the dunks. You're going to be over so there. I zagged yeah, yeah, over yeah. here by the, by the Air Max. And next thing you know, it's like, I'm able to buy pretty much an entire, like dozens of shoes for like in the past few months yep. for like way under retail. And it's like, I've been getting like, Already on sale plus 30% off to the point where I'm basically like getting stuff like two for two for 90 damn near off, like you know, combining codes and stuff. And it's like I'm getting to the point where it's like now my Air Max stacks are running low, so hence now we moved over to the Jordan yeah. one low. And all it takes is one good colorway in my hand for me to start getting excited, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm buying it's like when I found out what pair of jeans really fit me, and then so I bought like every colorway of that jeans. yeah, you know what I mean, because it took so long.
1: To yeah. Get,
0: yeah. That, get that fit that I was like, oh, I'm buying everything in this brand. Uh, I, oh, but I will tell you. Speaking of supporting the local, I'm a, I'm gonna run right here to the closet and grab something.
1: Hold on. Yeah, do do pardon it. Do my, it. Do it. Do my, it. Do uh, it.
0: COVID wear. That's
1: all right. Go go for it. Go for it. <laughs> this is crazy. This is so so like if if you're listening to this, Tony's now. He's he's dashed to the closet behind him. He's uh he's he's filtering through it. He's rummaging. He's pulling. Oh my god, what, what 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 has he pulled out? Right. So so what are we about to see? I'm very excited to see what we are about to see.
0: Okay, so thanks to the the whole uh by the way, that is a Chrono Trigger poster. Uh and uh yeah. Okay, so uh given that there is like a pandemic and the skate shops closed yep. a lot are actually, uh what happened was uh this artist, and I don't know if they list his name on here. But this artist designed a shirt where the graphics, the back, I'll show you the back right now. It's all in the oh, skate shops. Ah, it's all the that- shops, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And it's kind of like a big pun yeah. on the bottom. This is the back. The front is my local. So I'll give them some free promo. Oh, that's cool.
1: So it's Bill's Wheel Skate Shop, yeah?
0: Yeah. And uh, these guys, uh, this shirt exists for all of these where they just took off the this and yep. they'll switch it to whatever the logo is
1: of okay your skate shop yep
0: and and so this tea is 20 bucks and copying it basically is they released this in support of skate shops that yep. had to close because of the pandemic so cop i went in the other day they happened to just be open yep. and they were maintained i guess they had just announced uh some sort of like hulk related sb or something like that mm-hmm. that i hadn't even seen but like i walked in and they're like hey you want to like get on this list like they just announced it uh you know so i go in and i'm like yeah throw me on there whatever couldn't hurt and uh i was really trying to see if i remembered to sign up to try and get a pair of chunky donkeys it turns <laughs> out i didn't so you didn't probably getting those yeah i thought my buddy helped me out and signed me up on there but yeah I didn't it is what it is. Yeah, I'm it probably is probably those, but uh, you know those those were to, are were also a nice to have rather than a like, damn, yeah. I really need to be rocking these like cow joints. But it's just like, uh, anyway. But this shirt I thought was dope because uh, a lot of people and and I've seen this like for example, I have seen a big example of this when I went to go buy the Travis Scott dunks and there was like a line at the skate yeah. shop and it's like a lot of these people are like, dang, they're like. It's like people like call and disrespect the guys that work at the yep, skate shop completely. People trying to get hooked up on yep. some dunks. And it's like they're only there to buy Nike dunks, which yep. is like one percent of what they sell at that skate shop. Exactly. And so it's like when people say they support and they think they're supporting just because they bought dunks there, it's like, well, nah. sure. Yeah, and that transaction, yes, but like, do you really like support them? And it's like if you see, like, I'll wear yeah. I'll wear my bills. Wills have like in the videos. It's not so much that I'm in there every day or something. It's like I'll be in there maybe once or twice in a month. But it's like I'll the fact that they've like looked out for me. They've they call me by my name when I walk in. They yep. recognize me. We have a rapport. Exactly. I'm not just some like a hole in there, like yep. just that just comes to buy limited stuff and then gets mad if I can't get one. You know, like and so they know who I am. And so because of that, like I found that like while I don't hit everything, it's in supporting like this that good fortune seems to like follow me uh, to some degree. Like I'm sort of like you kind of like get back what you put out. Yep, I completely. Guess. So if you ain't supporting,
1: exactly, then
0: you don't get supported.
1: You it, know what I mean? Ultimately, completely, completely. It's like you know, obviously, you know, we, you know, we're quite friendly now with um, a skate shop owner over here uh, from uh, Attitude Inc. But you uh, know, like. Smart. I am, I clearly, you know, we talk about Atlas in San Mateo a lot. Um, and, and yeah, they're
0: well known for sure. Yeah,
1: but like literally I will go in, not this year now, because I'm not allowed to fly, but I'd go in there every six weeks, every eight weeks, literally for like for the last two or three years. And it's great. Like I walk in there, they recognize me, we have a conversation, I buy some other stuff. But the time, that the, the Travis Scott thing was ridiculous. It was, yeah. they literally had lines like round the block. You had to, like, I, I'm actually really pleased at what they did because you had to buy something to get a mm-hmm. chance to win. So you had to buy, they had to spend like... $25, dollars uh, it? It, it? It was $25 for one ticket. But the queue was ridiculous. And there's clearly people who were just never going to go there again. And like, we, I bought other stuff just because I... Just I like I like the guys in there. I, I like the vibe, um, and but they they were just telling me that they, they stopped taking they actually stopped taking calls in the shop, mm-hmm. just because it was just too bad. Um, and and I just think people, I I, I don't know what it is. people at the moment, people are just being a little bit crazy. Um, and I know it was like that once before, but there's just you know. People are people. You need to respect them, and you know, and and you're right. It's karma as well. Like literally, you know, at some point you will get more good fortune by helping them out, and and in the end, they're people, and skate shops need supporting in one way or another.
0: I think the thing that people need to understand is like just you making a regular purchase, like you give trading money for a product at a store, does not mean you're supporting them. Uh, support goes a little bit deeper than just a transaction. Yes, uh, it's it's more like you. The relationship. And I'm not saying you got to be out here like repping, but I mean, do you actually talk to the people? Do you just call up and demand they hold your size, or do you like chop it up? Do you yep. go actually physically in there? I mean, like I've got beers for people, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's, if I see them in public around town, you know, it's like we'll say what's up. So it's like it's not just like a this transactional. No. Because I've had that like way back. I used to have a different blog, which the name is real stupid, but it was kickitfresh.com because I wanted like sneaker fresh, but it was taken and, yeah. and people will like buy up domains and there won't even be a site, but they yeah. just own it. I know. Anyway, uh so I got Kick It Fresh. It was a Blogspot blog that was, like, connected wow. to my Google Plus account in the day. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it actually still exists, but a lot of the images are missing because I, I did it with Photo Bucket. So this is, like, a long time <laughs> ago when all those things were things people would use. Yeah. yeah. But uh, basically, I uh, – Premier Skate Shop, okay? I used to always order dunks from them and a lot yep. of shoes from them all mm-hmm. the time. And they weren't as – now they're, like, kind of a big name, but Yeah. they yeah. weren't as – like that in the day and uh, i put a banner up on my blog uh i talked to him and i was like if i put this banner up will you guys like you know like hook me up and stuff and that was kind of like a loose sort of almost like a gentleman's agreement Mm -hmm. you know to like to handle it and like that was the way like they would seriously there was a period of time where because i was doing that for them and i was bringing something to the table and they said like i was only bringing them a few clicks a month you know it wasn't a lot because i didn't have a lot of traffic at the time but they you know like they would ask me like when the when the when the um the seal 999s when those restocked and stuff like that they're like hey you want us to like hold you a pair and, and you know like eventually that relationship kind of like fizzled because mm-hmm. i stopped that website and yeah. then i started going more with like the affiliate links but yep. in the and also people that i knew that were down to do that in the day you know employees change and stuff mm-hmm. and the relationship sort of sort of fizzled off of that but in the day though like that was a thing and so when you I have this video that to this day is one of my most like continually watched videos like month after month you know because uh, let's face it as sneaker people on YouTube a lot of your content is like really in the moment yes. you know, once people kind of quit caring about that shoe it's not going to pick up a lot of views no. except for like maybe a couple you know but then there's other stuff you guys do might do like a sizing video or uh, more like how-to or what they call an evergreen type of content where people will still keep coming back And the find a sneaker plug. The whole point of that video was that if you find someone that can provide you with sneakers and you also provide them with value, which people confuse them buying the shoes with money as the value. It's like, no, anyone can provide that value for them. Yes. What, what do you actually provide? And so like uh, besides just money and, and people were not, getting it but it's still one of my most popular videos so i never took it down but i almost wish i had said different stuff in there but the the deal i was talking about in that video which is pretty old at this point was uh the premiere one which was a very loose deal it wasn't concrete uh but i've had dms of people being like i watched your plug video and i'm gonna hit up a store and then i'm gonna get like mad at these for retail and resell it what and be just like you And i'm like that's not even what i said at all in the video bro. No. like i don't understand and they think they're going to enterprise and capitalize off the relationship. And no, I'm like, that's not, that's not the point. What the relationship is there for, no. you know, but I mean, again, sneaker game kind of different if you're coming into it now, that's why I realize If you're new to it is different. You play by like a different set of mentality. And it's like when it's, so when you hear not necessarily young, just new yep. people. Yeah. And it sounds like they're speaking like a different language. When they start talking to you about the stuff they value in sneakers, like, what the going rate is on Stock X, and you guys are kind of frozen, by the way. Um, yes, the the same. Rate is on Stock X. All that different stuff is that um, uh, to me it sounds weird. It hits my ear weird because I'm used to more collecting from the things that we've already been talking about. Yep, completely. More like emotional, relational. Yep. Nostalgic. Buying stuff on sale, talking to actual real people in real life at the skate shop, like those type yep. of things. Completely. It's like a foreign language to someone coming in the game that's only knows it from the bot Twitter Yeezy aspect. Of it.
1: <laughs> the Yeezy aspect—that's that's a like a—you just really threw it right there at the end. Like you just went straight in with the—it's the Yeezy aspect.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's—I feel like that energy is like—it's that's a certain yeah. energy.
2: Yeah, um, that's when it all started really- to change again.
1: I think so yeah yeah i think some degree, yeah. yeah some degree yes so um
2: that that video by the way the one that you're talking about is very it, funny it's very funny and it's amazing and and as you were getting more animated when you were talking it was like homer's eyes behind you were getting bigger and bigger like uh-oh what is he doing <laughs> in the, video,
0: or in the video and commented on it before but yeah that's um that that pick is uh i got that as like a christmas or a birthday gift i can't remember but my dad has a uh, the the business that he works at is like an art gallery but yeah okay so that was a gift um and i actually get asked about it a lot but the reason it appears in so many videos is because um if you watch my channel for any length of time the angles and positions in my around by the collection that i've taken it has changed and uh why I settled on the one I have now that has the collection going this way. And then the wall with the Homer thing going that way is because I was used to stand in front of my collection kind of flat, Yep. but I noticed on guys like Homer Simpson and other guys that have like, um, what I would call really clean aesthetics in their channel. Yep. They don't just stand in front of like a bunch of like distracting colors in the form of boxes, but instead it's like, It'll be there, but it's like on an angle. So it kind of draws the eye to them. So, just from a technical aspect, like I'll look at what some of the bigger YouTubers will do. Yep. And it just so turns out that the area of the house that that angle sort of satisfies because basically I'm facing a window. So I got my light coming uh-huh. in as natural light instead of like a studio light. Yeah, yeah. And then I have Homer on one side and sneakers on the other. But really, the whole reason I'm standing there is because that's the one spot where I get the light and I get the angle behind me that makes it kind of like your eye converge on me as I'm like giving you the video. And um, that's all done just because I don't want people to be distracted. Um, If you notice, I've started talking slower in my videos. It's just stuff I've changed over time to make the videos better and more accessible to more people that don't all, you know, maybe go at my same speed necessarily when I'm on one or, uh, Get too distracted looking at all the boxes and not paying attention to what I'm saying and then literally ask me exactly what I just said in the comments, which happens every single time anyway. I still haven't found a cure for that.
1: I don't think there is a cure. I, I just, there, there, There's no cure. Just
0: People don't watch your
1: whole video. They just have no. to face it. When you look at your retention
0: and uh, that I remember that came as a shock to me but it's something for all you future YouTubers out there to realize is that you spend time making this like 20 minute video and then you look at your retention and it's like 20%, oh, 30% yes. like oh, uh, yes. people watch the first like four minutes and they were out. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. But yeah. that's, I mean, I'm thinking I might do like, a. I mean, I'm not like a successful, I wouldn't say YouTuber compared to like guys that have like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, but I feel like I'm on my way and I feel like I do have like some YouTube tips. So I was almost thinking of doing some of those, but I don't want to deviate too much on my content because I don't want to confuse people either. Yep. So I'm at a crossroads there. But I feel like I could help some people out, I think. Yeah. It's just a little tidbit that I learned over the years.
1: I, I think if you framed it around sneakers in some formal way, like that could work. It that, work yeah. yeah.
0: And there's plenty, I don't know if people ask you, but I get asked a lot about starting sneaker. About starting YouTube in general and like it's weird because when you first start, there's actually different stuff that you gotta think about than when after you've been rolling for a while. Um, and there's you're sort of there's different expectations of you. Like when I first started, like I used to play with my formats a lot Mm -hmm. and I still do, but it's more like incremental instead of drastic. You know, where it's like when you first start, it's kind of like let's just film it over in this part of the house, or like let's go outside and do it and let's try it over here. And let's talk, let me try doing a sneaker preview bit and certain stuff works and certain stuff kind of doesn't. And you just kind of jettison what doesn't kind of try to um, incrementally make your channel better. I mean, I'm just tr- trying to make more watchable content with every change that I make. Um, so that's why it's not just like a, p- a video of my feet with like me talking in the yep. corner anymore. Like that was, it was cool for its time, but it's like, people they say they like that but then I can tell by my metrics that they don't really yeah. like, resonate with it as much as the newer stuff
1: yeah i it's it's the same for us like we you know used to have an intro we dropped that let's just get to it as quick as we can um uh, you know and obviously we predominantly focus on unboxings more than anything else um mm-hmm. I, like I love I mean, doing it gonna
0: get the news.
1: Yeah, exactly. But also, you know, like I love doing the that that cinematic on foot thing, but nobody cares about that. That's just me, just just messing about.
2: And it takes too long. And it takes.
0: Hey, for everyone that wants to do a YouTube channel and you're wondering at which point you can start to do stuff like that, here's what I here's my theory. Okay, this isn't proven. This is just from me doing YouTube for a while and trying different things and seeing there's a certain point in your YouTube career where certain stuff will work better is what I found out so for example I tried vlogging a couple of times not successful at all
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but uh, I uh, when you really think about it it's because no one really cares about my daily you? life yep. yet uh, but it's like one of those things where it's like as you get more and more going people start to care more about your opinions for example, uh, when I used to review really old sneakers, it would get no views. And I would only get views on current sneakers that were really popular, like right then. Mm-hmm. But like, as it's gone on now, people actually sort of care. Like, what do I think about, you know, like a pair of Jordans that came out six months ago, but in the day I used to never be able to get away with getting views on a video like that. Yep. Um, And, and I think like, if you're one of these guys running around with like one, 200,000 subscribers, which I haven't gotten to yet, but like if you get to that point, obviously you have regular fans. Now they're going to give more of a crap about your day to day, what you did that morning. And then I feel like the cinematic on foot, like to me, it's dope visually, but it's like, why not incorporate that just into the review you're already doing? Yep. you know what i mean type of thing um and so my approach has been because i've also been trying to make longer videos has been to give people kind of what they expect in the beginning so it's not too drastic of a change Yep. and then start to tour as the video goes on do my experimental stuff you know that makes make sense change here and there and see what happens so that way i'm not robbing people of what they like about me but at yep. the same time i'm gonna stretch my wings out get my feelers out figure out you know what kind of sneaker content people will, at my stage in the game, will be willing to, you know, will be interested in.
2: Basically. yep it's
0: but, not just because I mean you can't just only do the reviews forever. No, uh, otherwise you're trapped into constantly spending money to buy exactly, reviews.
1: exactly. And that to be fair, that's part of the reason we we started streaming as well. Um, the the Sunday night piece. Just to mm-hmm. just to do something a bit different to talk to people direct, um, mm-hmm. and and it was like a regular thing, um, and so now we've obviously started the Wednesday one as well, uh, more just as a, and that one's really not structured. That's just that, like literally, can I talk for an hour? Um, <laughs> which um, some days doesn't feel like a can, and then suddenly it's like, how have I talked, talked for an hour? Forever. <laughs> um, but. Uh,
0: oh tell me about it yeah I'm, i get accused of rambling all the time so i definitely feel you
1: there <laughs> it's funny it's um it's, it's just just one of those things so i think we have to to the point we have just had a ramble for you know we have had a great conversation i think um yeah. we're uh <laughs> it's uh I, I'm, go- I'm gonna be honest there's a you kind of got me on the, the beer at 11 o'clock and it's like, it's definitely time for me to get a beer. It's 8 p.m. in the quarantine, evening. Different rules. It's totally different rules. You can do whatever you want on, on on quarantine in your own home. Obviously, people don't go out. Don't go out, stay safe and all of that stuff, shelter in place and everything that the government tells you to do and do anything that's legal in those countries. Um, <laughs> I'd be curious to wonder, like, how much, like,
0: alcohol sales have catapulted since since the pandemic because yes. it's like you're making limited runs to the grocery store and then you're trying to like buy up like you know what you're going to need for the next while so obviously you're dropping big bank on some booze when you go or oh just, yeah and maybe yeah. that's just me no, 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 but yeah so that's,
2: literally i, mean, I like, saw a woman with just wine in her trolley in her car nothing that else it.
1: that was it and, and in fact <laughs>
0: And then you're just chilling, watching Netflix or whatever the hell it is you're doing
1: all the day. And then it's like, ah
0: man, all
1: right, well, might as well just you know you know, I knew it. Oh, that's funny. That's amazing. So everybody, um, so that was Tony Diamonds, uh, Anthony, Le- right? I'm gonna get this wrong because I keep saying Anthony Levine. Levine. Yes, it is Levine. I've been right. <laughs> Yes. You have been right. Yes. I've been mm-hmm. saying because like everyone's like, yeah, you're saying it wrong. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm saying it right. But uh, no, it's exactly. So you should go and check him out on um, on YouTube. I will drop a link in the description, in the podcast description. Go and check him out. He's um he's definitely got a vast collection and you'll be very <laughs> surprised at some of the shoes uh-huh. that, that he pulls out. So I, I just want to say thank you, sir, for, for joining us, uh, especially quite you guys. quite early in the morning for yeah. you. Well, at, at least, you know, it's it's before midday. And, uh, yeah, oh, well, we'll, uh, well, we'll... I had a beer. <laughs> you had a beer, yeah, for sure.
2: I, I assume, didn't ask you this, but I assume it's beautiful blue skies out there. It is, actually. I mean, I got the natural light coming, so if you can look where I'm looking, it's pretty much blue
0: out, although... It's supposed to rain in a couple of days, but right now it's generally it looks pretty good. I'm gonna go out there and right after we're done here and.
1: Uh, Damn. Damn, I missed. You know, do what I gotta do. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna press the button, and we are we are gonna. I'm gonna say thank you again. No, thank you. And um, yeah, we're we're out of here again, people. Uh, we're obviously available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, and uh, and on YouTube. And uh, we'll see you next time.
2: Thanks for listening to Sneakers and Stories. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. Amazing.
2: Ta-da! Ta-da.